Yo, it is Andy with the Banks Fit Podcast. I should say with my guest, with my guest, Sean Jemison. Um, and today we are going to be talking about what people 30 plus get wrong when it comes to fat loss. Um, and we'll sort of dive into it. We'll do my, my, the usual when I have a guest on, we'll sort of meander through um, a bunch of different things. But yeah, welcome to episode five. Got it right this time, because last time... Yeah. I said it was episode three when it was episode four. Um, I'm kind of losing my mind um, because I'm having to do full childcare at the moment, which is great fun. <laughs> uh, my wife works frontline, apparently, NHS. So, uh, yeah, I've got the wee one pretty much at some point, five days a week. And I'm losing the, the, kinda, the days in the week and where I'm at. But anyway, Sean, welcome to the podcast. How you doing, man? Good man, thanks for having me. How's things? No. Apart from mental. Um, all right, good, good, all right. I'm not even going to say good. They're all right because I think we're all suffering the strain of lockdown. Are we calling this lockdown three or lockdown four? What are you calling it, Sean? Two. <laughs> is, this, is this lockdown two? I think See, it's three. I think it's three in England. Two here. Yeah, so I, I class it as like so. We lock. We lockdown one, which was. What we call the full bitter, right? It's like you cannot, you can't leave the house, you can't go anywhere. Um, I it was it was like full on, you can't go anywhere. And then it was sort of like lockdown two, where they brought in the tier system. Yeah. And no, yeah. in the summer, yeah. sorry, they didn't bring the tier system. In the summer, they sort of drifted a wee bit, and we almost got like some sense of freedom. It was like, yeah, you can go back to everything, just stay two meters away from everyone. The virus won't bother you. <laughs> it's such a contrary virus and then lockdown three which was just before christmas and then i feel like just before christmas nicola Sturgeon was like hey welcome to lockdown awesome. four. this is but so that's what i'm seeing as i am it's maybe someone can like tonight. there you go it was one into the other eh? it was like oh here's monday then bang tuesday lockdown back on zoom like <laughs> it was, whoa what's going on yeah so Pretty, pretty mental, like just another, yeah, another phase of lockdown and a bit of adapting, isn't it? So, yeah, and it's definitely grinding people down, especially probably some of the people that you know, the, the people that listen to my podcast, those that, that 30, 30 plus audience who I'm sure are feeling the strain of you know, working from home, childcare, um, and and just, just worrying about the coronavirus as well, right? Because um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely this new variant seems quite scary. Um, I've recently had like a, a few people reach out to me that have picked up coronavirus from the supermarket. Like literally, the only place I've been apart from my house is a supermarket, um, which then makes you think about doing your your <laughs> your wee shopping trip just a wee bit more, doesn't it? Yeah, scary. Like so. What, yeah, let's let's get into your, I can have an intro, Sean. So if you could, could you tell me a bit about what you do, why you do it, and how you got into it? So I train a little bit of online stuff, coaching nutrition, which I kind of just got into in the last year. And I train semi-private clients, 30 to 50 years old, um, working mainly fat loss, weight loss clients. 
mm-hmm. um, building on that. And yeah, I got into uh, working in a hotel and I was kind of bent between working in hospitality and working in the gym at the time. So I was kind of, you know, a bit of jack all trades, kind of working in there, enjoyed that, enjoyed the training aspect of it, um, the people aspect, obviously, and then had the opportunity to go on the course and that's when I met you on our nice wee six-week <laughs> PT, PT crash course. PT crash course, there, yeah. yeah. It was a bit mod, like, uh, so, yeah, I had to become a PT in 60 days or whatever it is. Like, yeah, it was mad. It's mad. I mean, you literally... I don't think there's any... There's many other roles that you can literally do in six weekends. Like, hey, Crazy. like when you look back at it, like, you know, include myself when you when you're kind of like you do it all and then you're just like, go for it. And it's I think it's just a bit it's a bit mental, like people even in the course and stuff, you're like, there's no way that you're ready to go and do this. And um, yeah, it was, a, it was a bit mental. And I think like, yeah, they, they I, I don't know what like how you that you could do that. I think you needed more like an aftercare as well. Like, no, you get your mentors and um, and work with you. After that, I think it's like you kind of you sign, you get your certificate, and it's like off you go. It's it's crazy. There's no other kind of job like it, and yeah, it's a bit it's a bit mad. Like, I think how you how it all starts and how. Hundred like, percent. It's a it, it's a bit like <laughs> I suppose I'm gonna think of a ridiculous analogy. Cause I like to do that from time to time. It's a bit like. You know, learning to drive, and then after you've learned to drive, someone gives you like the keys to a train. <laughs> you're like, you're like, right? You've drove a car, so you've used a vehicle before. Oh, so you should be all right in this train. You're like, and you, you get in. There's just all these buttons. There's just like, how do I get clients? How yeah. do I market? Yeah. Um, you know. How, how do I help someone lose weight? How does I help someone gain muscle? Um, how do I help this person who's got osteoporosis? How do I pass this person with arthritis? How do I help someone who's 20 How do I, versus how do I help someone who's 40? Like, you just, you have this really, really general idea about kind of what a PT is. And it's, it's, it's pretty much fake it till you make it. You just have to like, well, nothing. go in there and be like, yep, I know what I'm doing. It's all good. <laughs> Off top of good game. Yeah, have a, have a clipboard. Have a clipboard's the other one. Yeah, clipboard. Clip, clipboard and a T-shirt that says personal trainer on it. That's what makes you a personal trainer. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the start. Like, yeah, it's like how was your first four years of training? Yeah, I had a clipboard and a T-shirt and a card. <laughs> All the cards, man. The business cards. I remember, like, when I first walked into the gym. And something I noticed, right, was all the successful P. This is this is a correlation I had. All the successful PTs had business cards. So my thought was, it's got to be the business card, right? So like you, you go in. It's all, have you ever seen the film American Psycho? Yeah. But you know the bit where like <laughs> he starts to lose his mind because like they're they're all like studying each other's business card, like. He, he's like thinks he's got the best one. And he picks up someone else's and he's like shaking, like trembling. But he's like, oh, you know, it's got the embossed font and it's <laughs> just like losing their mind about it. Anyway, it was akin to that scene, right? So I walked in and I was like, hey, like look at looking at the business cards, um, and you know, you've seen some, you're like, oh, that's so basic. She's got a fucking dumbbell on it, you know, and then it would have someone else who'd obviously. Like, oh. 
Yeah, the, the, the arm. Oh. And you have someone who would have like a custom made one, man. And it would be like so pretty. Um, usually the high flyer. And you, like I added anyway, I was like, oh, I need to get me some business cards. And I remember like spend, like I didn't have much money because anyone who starts PT, you don't. You've skinned yourself getting yourself through the course. Um, and I bought like 500 business cards for like a hundred quid. And I can hand on heart say, I don't think I made a quid back from that those business cards. I literally stacked them up inside the gym and they didn't do anything. I don't know why you expect them to, you expect these business cards to just be like, woo, just like go and sell you. Um, but yeah, a bit of a side, a bit of a sidetrack. Yeah. yeah. But so you are in the industry, personal trainer, um, helping people from the age of 20 to uh, 30 to 50 mainly with fat loss and, and sort of specialising in nutrition. And what um, what got you into the industry? Like what what was it that made you go, do you know what? I think I'm going to be a personal trainer. I actually, I, I enjoy work, I work hard. So I enjoy working either in hospitality and in the gym with people. So I've always kind of been like people orientated. I used to do like having an apprenticeship when I was younger, working, doing uh, mechanical fitting. Not for me. Oh my god, so bad. Did it. Oh. So when it, when I started working, like you know, doing these kind of jobs just to kind of tick things over. Like I worked in the local hotel, and I love working with people. Like all the different variations of like people that come through the door. And I think like you know, putting in the hours with that just like totally served its purpose. And there was courses going in the hotel for hospitality, like through management and stuff there. And also. Um, my old boss, um, he knew a guy. Well, he knew the guy that he'd done the training course with, and he's like, "Oh, I can get you on this course and get you on." Blah, blah. And I was like, "It needs to happen." I was like, "Cause I'm going. I don't want to just be like ticking boxes here and just kind of like doing the, the hours and hours and hours." So I wanted to go a direction with one of them. So I kind of just like forced his hand a little bit and was like, "Get me on this course, or like I'm out here and I'll go other way." So luckily, like he was a man of his word and he got us on the course. So. I done like a funded one so i actually was like doing like a working apprenticeship kind of style thing with the course um which yeah that kind of led me in, into that into that way but i always kept the hospitality side of it as well so i could do as well as like working in the gym and building up clients i was able to do a little bit of hospitality so i kind of fell into it that way it's, it's, it's not like in school and stuff i was obviously sporty and um i enjoyed football and rugby and all that sort of stuff as well but it wasn't like I, I grew up going, oh, I want to be a PT or anything like that. You know, you never, you never really kind of thought about these things. It was just, yeah, one of these if, things. I don't think there's like a lot of people. I think nowadays. Our gener- yeah, like not, that's what I'm going to say. Not in our generation of people who are like, I want to be a personal trainer. Because when I first started in 2013, when I spoke to the guy who, you know, was was the guy, right? <laughs> the, the PT. I, yeah. Um, who'd been there the longest. He basically said that PT would had just really started when he got into the industry. Like he was like one of the, the first into it. Um, and I think it was, you're talking like 2006 or something was maybe like what he said was, was when he started and it was relatively new and everyone like they was doing it. Like people were like, they still do now, but people were like get a real job. You know what I mean? Like this is not, oh, yeah. a, this is not a real job. Um, like yeah, the usual question, like yeah, and what you just you just go to a gym, 
fun with people. Like, oh. <laughs> no, but you definitely like. I get some of my clients now who will say, "On oh, my." son or my daughter really wants to be a personal trainer when they grow up so like there's definitely people that say it now but it definitely wasn't like certainly my generation your generation no, like, no, no. A PT. Um, i think i want i wanted to be i want to be a pilot i wanted to fly planes um so yeah a lot about a jump flying planes yeah. help people lose weight i mean they're both yeah. i would say they're both about the same difficulty to be honest you know getting pounds off folk is pretty damn hard and in fact, I would say getting fat off folk is harder than flying a plane. There you go. You heard it here first. My job's more difficult than a pilot. <laughs> Listen, like, like I, <laughs> the girl that used to work in um, the office in the gym I worked in, her husband's a pilot, and she was like, it's literally autopilot. Like, once they're up, they're just like, autopilot, and then they just sit back and chill. Um, so the, let me tell you, there's no autopilot for fat loss. You've got to be there as a ride-along coach the whole time. Can't let them drop the ball. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, let, let's get into the topic. <clears throat> let's get into the meat and potatoes today. So, what do you think is, like, the the big nutritional, mis- like, the, the common nutritional pitfalls that people over 30 fall into when they are trying? I suppose we'll go for fat loss because it's the most common, right? Uh, when they're trying to lose a bit of weight, especially after Christmas, after New Year, most people are like, I want to lose weight. We're in national lockdown. I can't stop eating everything in the fridge. Um, help me out, Sean. <laughs> so, again, like, I would say it's that all in, like, everything. I'm giving up the booze. No, like, you know, restrictions. Like, they're taking things out of the diet massively. Like, they're just like, I'm not having bread. I'm never having a takeaway again. All the Christmas sweeties, like, they're just going to be there, but I'm not going to have them. Um, you know, they're going to take up running, they're going to start doing 10Ks and then they're going to do this. And they're drinking water and eating lettuce and, you know, just, they're just trying to do everything. There's no, like, start point and finishing point. It's just like, this is going to be me until whatever. And then it inevitably, shit hits the fan. And yeah. Well, it's, it's almost like... It's the, too much. There's, people... no man- there's no managing of the expectations, you know, the, the, or, and... And no kind of vision and step-by-step procedure you know they just go i want it all i want it now i want to lose a stone in a week and you know you you ask someone like oh what you what's your goal and they're like i want to lose a stone yeah it's always stones they don't count pounds or kilos it's like i want to lose three stone it's never like i want to lose a pound this week it's always like the massive goal that comes and i think um i think the thing i find funny about it is that people, like just when you're talking about that all or nothing mentality, people want to pivot to a vision in their mind of the healthiest version of them. The problem is the vision they have in their mind is so faulty because I'm, I'm sure you can attest this, like we are fitness professionals and therefore you would you would assume, right, that we are healthy members of the population. I would argue I'm a healthy member of the population. But if you were, if I was to tell, divulge to someone the things I do in my lifestyle, they would say, that's unhealthy, that's unhealthy, that's unhealthy, you shouldn't do that. Because it's based on that pre, that kind of built up notion, right, in their head of what healthy is and that healthy is an absolute. It's not like there's a lot of gray areas, like there's a lot of gray, as in you can eat pizza and sit on the couch and watch telly 
and be healthy. <laughs> you know, define but, but health, define healthy. That's that's the, the issue. Like so, you know, there's no absolutes. It's all like it seems like everyone wants to go from one extreme to the other, and it's somewhere in the grey is where it's roughly at. Um, yeah. yeah, it's so so easy. The, one of the problems with fat loss is it's like it's very unspectacular. It's not sexy. The basics are like not not sexy. It's not covered in glitter and you know with all these fancy things like lose this in this amount of time it's the consistency over time and yeah. you know again in my lifestyle like i love a beer a takeaway like I'll, I'll have all these things and on a, on a regular basis as well it's not uh into there but relatively well i would say pretty fit and you know i eat a good balance of food as well it's not like a lot of whole foods and stuff so it's not like to define like you know you as a person, as in like, you need to be clean eating. I think like one of the problems is, is people kind of get lost in it and they think like, I have to be exactly like what Andy is, or I need to be what like Sean is and do this. Whereas when, like in our general day-to-day -day life, you do have a little bit of this and at the weekend you wind down a little bit or something like that. So but they think like, don't have that. And I think that, like that, as well as what they see on people's highlight reels on Instagram as well of like, like how amazing or Facebook or whatever, like, Oh, I'm, I've never had like a carb in my life. It's like, come on now. So I think that that's one of the issues as well. I think with with people's mentality going into it, like that all or nothing approach is like, oh, I can only have like salads and I can only have soup and I need to have smoothies and I can't have juice again or beer or whatever. So I think that that aspect comes into it as well. See, the, the main issue that people are going to have, and I would probably agree, is all or nothing mentality. So they, they, they try and dive in with two feet um, without, as you say, like have, having like a, an end goal in mind, I suppose that um, is realistic, right? They're not, th like nobody's thinking when they dive into fat loss or mo most people aren't thinking that they're trying to make a lifestyle change, truly. They're just thinking, how can I get two or three stone off pronto? Yeah. Um, and yes. instantly when you set set someone up to do that, I suppose it's it's faulty from the start, right? I think it's that desperation, like they're, no, they're at that point where they're desperate to to lose it and they want to lose it fast. And I think that that is one of the keys. It's like you know they've gone through, they've tried everything, and it's at that desperate stage where they're going, "How can I get this stone off and as quick as possible?" You know, if you say like, "Oh, it's going to take two months, three months, four months, whatever, whatever it's going to take." You know, it seems a bit like, well, the other person I'd done the diet with before or another club that I was part of, I lost a stone in seven days, you know, <laughs> or 10 days or whatever it is, some cleanse or something, you know. You're, like, and then and you like to say, not, like, I suppose then you say, I noticed that you used past tense there. You said, I lost a stone. You didn't, like, like they, they never say, well, I actually went along to this thing and I've lost two stone and... I've kept the two stone off because they wouldn't be they, they, they wouldn't be uh, sort of chapping at your door right as a coach they wouldn't be like hey how's it going Sean like can can you give me some help but they do like people will say suppose that we talked about us off camera like personal best mentality like it's like you know this is the best thing I've ever done and then people are like constantly compared to that so when 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 you as a coach say hey it's, it's actually really good to lose like a pound of fat in a week they're like yeah but I lost I lost eight pounds doing a juice cleanse 
in five days. You're like, yeah, but you also gained all eight back on the sixth day. So it doesn't really count. <laughs> yeah. you know? It's the rebound as well. You know, the, re- the rebound effect, like what you're saying there is, you know, yeah, yeah, you did. Like I, I done one before. I done um, this Cambridge diet, and you know, it was, I was like, really like lost loads of weight, and the rebound off of it was horrendous. And um, yeah, like uh, rather than just putting in the hard work, I was just like, I'll just do this diet. I'll stick to it. It's fine. It's easy. And then I actually rebounded out of it, and was just like, as soon as you start eating the foods and stuff again, that you, you know, there's, there was no like I've made the common mistakes, you know. So I think like. Being in that position, you can understand it as well. Yeah. So, I remember yeah, the, I, I, one, I, the one I did was I did keto. Like I, I did try keto once. I think I lasted, it wasn't quite three weeks. It was like 19 or 20 days I did it for. And I lost the most weight in the shortest period of time that I ever have. But I was also the most grumpy and depressed for that for 10 of those days like the first 10 days i was like oh i feel great this is amazing i'm losing weight this is awesome and then like day 11 i was like i hate the world and i just <laughs> want someone to give me some sugar like i just, I just want a donut or some chocolate um and then shortly after on day 21 i broke down and literally just went to the sweet aisle in the supermarket and just went mental i was like right tub of pringles haribo's whole nut i'm on it <laughs> and instantly oh. gained, i think i gained like eight pounds in a day like literally woke up the next day and i was like i've managed to put on over half a stone in one evening this is insane um i obviously learned a bit of the, the science behind it and why that happened and now i know that i shouldn't do keto <laughs> it's not <laughs> yeah. it's not it's not for me i don't think it's for most people to be honest so what about um like training. So what kind of training do you advocate for, you know, your clients? So what, what kind of training do you think is that, I'm going to say the best, it's not the best, right? Because there's no such thing as the best, but what, what kind of training do you advocate for the population you train? So, you know, it's mainly women in that sort of 30 to, to 50 bracket. Yes. are looking to lose weight. What do you sort of, how do you structure the training? Um, and, and what do you think is important about training for them? So we do obviously working on the compounds mainly and a little bit of cardio in there, you know, just trying to kind of keep them moving more than anything and not focus too much on like burning calories in the gym, more movement, like feel the muscle progressively overloading and stuff as well. Add in a little bit, say like high intensity then just to kind of get a little bit of sweat, not, not feeling like the need to be sweaty to have achieved something in the session. Um, again, you kind of get a feel for it during the during the session of like what kind of mood they're in, if they're really up for it, if they're not. Um, and yeah, just making sure that they know what they're doing and progressing on from there. And again, a little bit of what they like as well. So, you know, they're not, you know, when they could be in like training what you like to train onto them and just be like, oh, this is what I do. So this is what everyone does is, you know, train the people and making sure that they're making progress and overloading the weights more than so, uh, yeah, so more than just like random, just going to smash you with hit and loads of cardio. Cause that's one of the obviously topic we're going to go over as well. So, yeah. So I think like, um, 
he's touched there. So like compound lifts, so doing like resistance training, um, doing movements like squats and um, some sort of hip hinge, like a deadlift, a hip thrust, you know, a press, a pull, all, all the sort of basic big movements of the body um, with resistance. And I would agree with you, like those are, are definitely the the bread and butter um, when it comes to, to training people in that gym environment. You want to be doing um, those things because we know that they have uh, the biggest benefit. But also like the fact you're, you're saying they're like something they like, like I'm definitely, I've shifted, I would say like my, my coaching has shifted. It's, it's really weird. Like when I first started, it was like, yeah, bodybuilding because it was all about me. It was like, I wanted to train for myself and get in really good shape, right? Um, and then it changed to like powerlifting because um, I basically just got bored of trying to get bigger arms. <laughs> I any bigger, so I got into powerlifting. Um, and then as a coach, like what I basically did when I started coaching was try and force my methods on them. I was like, yeah, you're going to do powerlifting and bodybuilding style training because it's the best training. It's the most scientific. It makes the most sense. And now I went like, I've totally 180 now. Now I'm like, I try and make training as enjoyable as possible for people because I realized that like it, adherence is like the number one thing with exercise, like beyond anything else. So you can have the most optimal training program in the world. Like, you know, it's got the perfect amount of um, leg to upper body ratio. It's got a little sprinkle of core work just so that they can, you know, strengthen that area perfectly. And, you know, everything's about having perfect technique um, and it's got to be progressive, but also, some people are just like, or most people, right? Not just some people, most people are like, oh, that sounds a bit dull. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're like, you know, why can't we get the pads out and I can do a bit of boxing? Why can't I jump on a box? And I'm like, no, you want to jump, jump on the box and hit some pads? Let's go ham, right? Because it, that's going to serve, the, in my opinion, the customer or the client um, better because they're going to turn up repeatedly to training. And, I, and I, I even had it towards the end of my being focused on my one-to-one PT, where I honestly like said to some clients, I think you should go and try this. Like I, like I sent a few clients away to go and do like MMA and boxing. Like some male clients I had who were like, who I noticed like really liked doing the pads or really liked doing the more explosive sort of risky right it's as far as risky you can get in the gym i was like you should probably go and try like go to an mma class i bet you'd love it and like that some of them went on to it and they absolutely love it um yeah i think but, like you've got to, you've got to add a little bit of that into the into the sessions i think you know people yeah they want to come along and they want to learn and they want to kind of achieve their goals along the way but they, they've got to enjoy it you've got to leave happy you know yeah i think that's one of the, the keys to it as well as you're a lot of it is that they're coming to you for you as well so it's like it's you and what you're allowing them to do in the sessions as well so haven't haven't it just been like oh we're just doing this it it probably depends on preference for optimal results and optimal enjoyment there's probably like that's probably like a scale into it because like for me personally optimal results is more important to me like i err as a person who trains it's more about the results than it is about enjoyment. Like, see what I'm like doing, like my fifth heavy set of squats. The last thing I want to be doing is doing the fifth heavy set of squats. I'm like, I can, like, I can't think it any worse right now than getting myself under that bar again. But I'm also like, I want to get stronger, have a bigger one at max, 
I'm a bigger set of legs and a bigger ass, right? <laughs> for whatever weird reason. Um, it's just the way I am. So I force myself to do that, even though like most people watching it go, that doesn't look enjoyable, mate. I'm like, yeah, but it is enjoyable because like I get the result and there's like a thrill of lifting heavier and heavier weights. Um, but there's also the other side of that, which is like training purely for enjoyment. Um, and and where you fall on that spectrum is independent of you. Everyone's going to be slightly different. Um, so let's um yeah let's let's wrap it up by talking about um what kind of you know what kind of results have you personally had um with your clients you know um what kind of changes have you seen not just like you know, this typical weight loss and stuff, like what kind of results do you see clients have with your style of, of coaching and stuff? Like what what changes about them, maybe in their mindset or maybe how they feel about themselves, you know? Give us give it an idea. Yeah, so um, I'm in the middle of doing a challenge at the moment as well, so it's quite fresh. And what I've started doing is getting people to send over like a non-scale victory as well as their weight like sending at the same time. So every time the semi starts, they have to send over something if it's weekly or every few days or whatever. I don't, I don't, don't like collecting like just random data. So every year we do kind of like every two days, some don't do every day, but it can't be random. So every time you send me over, I just, I kind of just started this, like in this challenge, every time you, every time you send your stats, I want a non-scale victory sent over as well. Cause then it just reiterates, it's not just about the scale. What else can you achieve and what else is going on? So, um, and it's been brilliant. Like a woman said one our um one yesterday, she was on the beach with her dog and her and her um coat felt a little bit looser. So she started dancing on the beach with her dog, and I was just like, that's brilliant, you know. So it's it's kind of like the shift in mentality. Um, you know, this the, the common things like less people are going like, Oh, I'm less bloated, I've got more energy, I'm sleeping better. You kind of you know, that's kind of given us when people are starting to open their mind up to different things. Um, you get caught a lot of like they've been let into a secret they're like oh my god like I can't believe you've given me all these calories I'm actually like to have this and you know and it's like um, we kind of go over a lot of like the compounding effect of things and trying to think of like think big time rather than just like this all in mentality and kind of shift that change for the right person and, and at the right time I think like a low calorie diet can work you know for a short period of time but for the fun for the most part you know it has to be like the compounded effect and um one of the things i posted to my group the other day was about um losing like 0.1 pound a day so like 0.7 pounds in a week if you said that to someone like who's like really wanting their weight loss there and then they're probably going to be like yeah no i'm not saying not for you and i says in a year that's like 30 over 36 pounds you know so it, like it's trying to open people's minds to that and change a mindset. So a lot of the things that like we do as a business and I do with my clients and the feedback we get is kind of trying to get them thinking differently and shifting that mentality of like how they think about dieting. And like, if you can't, like, if you don't feel like you're on a diet, then you can't like fail on the diet as well. So we go a lot into like, you know, the, we do this thing like rule of two that if you miss one you don't miss the next and if you press the fuck it button you're back on it the next day and they'll, they'll message me and say 
this is what happened. And it's like, right, cool. And you stay calm. I think like the calmness, like I obviously I get told a lot that I'm like so laid back and all this sort of stuff and like, oh, I'm just so calm. And, and it's just like, but there's nothing to panic about. You can't, like you can't fail on it. I think it's just like you learn and you just go, right, that happened to me. And how did I respond? You know, it's, it's a big thing that way. And then as soon as that mindset, mindset kind of starts changing, people are just like, they want to go down stay and do that a little bit longer. Like when I done my weight, my own personal like fat loss, I like, I think it's over like five years. I've got lost like 50 pounds, but that's like, it's not way to go and hit the front page, like 10 pounds in a year. Like <laughs> it's the most un like spectacular thing ever. It's like, yeah, it's really hard to do. And I've had, to, I've just done it in phases, but it works in my lifestyle. You know, I've been on holidays and I've done this and stuff. Um, clients has been loads of different ones like getting back into like teaching different things like in their lifestyle and being able to go and do hobbies that they, they never thought they would be able to do again and taking out old clothes that they never had and yeah it's just really cool stuff just from purely just sticking at things and um, when they see things online about like the you know buy this and lose this and this time they're kind of just going oh my god and I think they, they kind of see through the BS now and stuff as well. So I think like just as it keeps continuing to grow and people are becoming more and more aware of it and stuff, like they're kind of getting into that mindset of like, you know, it doesn't have to be in the next week or the next month. You know, when you go on holiday, you can relax. Well, if you get a holiday, but you know, it's, <laughs> that's that's the, 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 the consistency and the discipline and taking action instead of waiting for people to motivate all the time. You know, it's like, this is one of the things that like, I'm always kind of posting about every single day to them as well. It's just like, take action, like, don't wait. No one's going to do it for you, you know, so show up. Perfect. No, definitely, it sounds like you think about things in a very similar way to, to myself in terms of, you know, thinking more about the bigger picture, more about the long term, more about the small disciplined steps you can take day to day, week to week, month to month. I always say that fat loss isn't really fast. It's cumulative, you know, like people will be like, oh, that person lost 30 pounds. And it's like, or what you say, 50 pounds in five years right because you've put in effort every single maybe not every single day but every week every month every year on that journey to lose that 50 pounds like and cumulatively the change it's had on you is, is amazing right like you know you're more confident you fit your nice clothes you like the way you look and so on and, and so forth um but awesome man so where can people reach sean if they, you know, if they like what they hear, they want to follow you, they want to, you know, see see a bit more of your chat, um, where can they, they find you? Um, so Sean Jiminson Fitness on Instagram and Facebook. It's my name. Everyone, everyone's always like, oh, is that, it's sure it's not Jameson. Oh, uh, yeah, man. I'm pretty sure I called you Sean Jimison and Jim, not yeah. Jiminson. Jim. You're right. And I can only apologise towards the end of our podcast for that. I just realised it's Jimmy. 
<laughs> it looks like it looks if you just read it quickly, you're like, oh yeah, Sean Jamison. <laughs> Jamison, Jameson, everything. So yeah. <laughs> it's just made up. I always just thought oh, it's just made up. It's, it's not real though anyway. Just put it find you, find you on best place to find you Facebook. Is that probably where uh, you're Insta- Instagram's the, I'm, I respond mostly on Instagram. Um but yeah, pretty active on both. So awesome. Well um, I will I'll post it. I'll probably post this up next week, which for people who are listening, they'll be like, next week? Yeah. <laughs> When's that? Um, but I'll post it up and I will obviously tag you in it, Sean Jiminson. 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 Awesome, man. <laughs> it's been a great pleasure having you on the show. Um, I have got to go back to my childcare duties. Woo! Hey. Um, well, yeah. thanks for having me. Awesome, mate. Um, yeah, brilliant. Hopefully we can get you on another time. We'll have another yeah. Uh, chat because there's a lot more we could have went into. Um, awesome, and I will catch you later.